chapter twenty of tarano the conqueror by ray cummings this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva unseen menace that day following the burial of wolfgar there was nothing of importance occurred no news from earth could get in i felt that the earth might be planning an attack probably was since war had been declared yet that of course was months away tarrano apparently was engaged in the pleasurable triumph of the coming water festival all day he seemed engaged in planning it but i knew that he was engaged secretly with far sterner things concerning the cold country which lay a day's journey from us but what they were i did not know the water festival was all we talked of that afternoon tarrano describing it said smilingly they say it is for me but lady elsa it is i who plan it for you you have not seen the red woman a gleam of amusement played upon his lips but as he regarded elsa i saw another look of speculation as though he were gauging her the red woman lady elza she will preside to-night you will find her very interesting we will watch her together you and i i did not know then what he meant but i remembered the words later and understood only too well just after sundown when i chanced to be in a small boat alone near the palace the first of two significant incidents occurred from the shadows beneath a house the head of a swimming man emerged a sleon and he gripped the sides of my boat as i drifted wait earthman he spoke in the quaint universal language which i understood though imperfectly i gazed at him a bullet-like head with sullen blazing eyes he added we do not blame you or your woman elza or the princess maida have no fear but guard yourselves well to-night before i could speak he had sunk into the water swimming beneath it i could see the phosphorescence of his moving body as he swam away into the shadows beyond my line of vision the other incident came a moment later as i was gazing down into the water i saw a moving metal shape a triangular metal head as of a diver's cap more than that it turned upward and behind its pane was a man's face unfamiliar to me yet the face of an anglo-saxon man of earth unmistakable it stared at me a moment no more than three or four feet below my boat and then it moved away and vanished i had no opportunity to speak alone with elza or georg or maida that entire evening always tarrano was with us we sat upon the palace balcony we men smoking our arant cylinders tarrano talked and joked like a carefree youth he was very courteous to elza with a holiday spirit upon him but his eyes never relaxed and often i could see him measuring her the oral lights mounted the sky the holiday spirit which was on tarrano was spreading everywhere throughout the city boats gaily bedecked 
in such contrast to the funeral cortege of poor wolfgar just the night before began passing the palace on their way to the festival waters men and laughing girls thronged them all with red masks covering their faces the men in grey tight-fitting garments with conical caps and flowing plumes the girls in bright-coloured flowing robes and tresses dangling with flowers entwined in them the balcony upon which we sat was close above the water level the barges of every size and kind glided past sometimes the girls would shower us with flower petals one small boat paused before us a girl stood up to wave at me her hand held up with the loose robe falling back from her slim white arm offered me a huge scarlet blossom the love offering as i hesitated her laughter rippled out she tore the mask from her face her red mouth was smiling her eyes provocative were dancing with mischief she tossed the flower into my face as her escort with a shout of mock anger pulled her back to him their boats glided on other boats passed some with girls gaily strumming instruments of music one boat with a man strumming and a girl on a small dais dancing with a whirl of black veils as they came opposite to us another man in the boat reached up and pushed the girl overboard she fell into the water with a scream of laughter came up like a mermaid and they pulled her aboard the veils and her hair clinging to her at last tarano signified that we must go it was upon me then to make an effort to draw back to keep elza and maida at the palace with georg and me my heart was heavy with foreboding amid all this laughter and music pleasure of the senses reigning supreme here in the great city to-night i could not miss a sense of impending evil the slaans propelling the boats were stolid and grim not for them this dalliance not for their women this music and laughter these daring costumes to display their beauty the slaan women drab with work were slinking about unnoticed often i would see a boat of them slip by furtively in the shadows drab women watching these beauties resentful sullen and with what purpose smouldering in their hearts i could only guess the very air to me at least seemed pregnant with impending evil i know that georg felt it too often i had caught his eye as he regarded me once he started to whisper to me aside but like a flash tarano with his microphonic ear turned to interrupt us i wanted to stay with elza at the palace suddenly i was afraid of tarano more afraid for elza than i had ever been and who and what was this red woman maida knew of course maida had been very solemn for hours thoughtful almost grim and the slayon in the water who said he did not blame us he had warned us to guard ourselves but how there were no weapons on this night of pleasure nothing would have been more incongruous and that metal cap in the water with a man's face behind it an earthman of my own race what did it mean 
i was perturbed frightened but i did not demur when tarrano led us to his flower-bedecked barge of what use we were paired georg with maida elza with tarrano and i tarrano told me curtly and with a smile of ironic amusement that when we reached the festival so handsome a man as i would have no trouble engaging the attention of some venus maiden on cushions in the barge we reclined while our sleans poled us along the streets tarrano was feeding sweets to elza as though they were gay young lovers poor little elza she was frightened her face was a trifle pale her lips set but she too knew that we were wholly in tarrano's power and she made the best of the situation sometimes she would laugh gaily but i could not miss the note of fear in it the progress of our barge was slow boats clustered around us their occupants pelting us with flowers a deluge spray of perfume was turned on us a heavy exotic scent almost cloying it lay redolent on our garments for hours presently tarrano gave us masks and long robes for maida and elza to cover the gay holiday dresses they were wearing at the edge of the city a canal had been dug through the hillside we passed slowly through it under archways of dangling colored lights around a sharp bend and came upon the water festival and with impending tragedy for the moment forgotten i gazed for this first time at such a scene of pleasure and beauty as i had never even imagined End of chapter twenty